blurp blurp beetle blurp and that is a message from uh, Alpha Centauri from a very excited listener to Today in the Milky Way podcast. And I'll translate what he said. He said, beautiful earthlings, please share this podcast with your friends and anybody because Isaac and Rodolfo really need the help. I give this podcast five stars. You heard it here from Alpha Centauri from Blarka Blarkakal. Thank you for that beautiful uh, voice message. Blarka Blarka Blarka. In today's episode, we really get a sense of who Rodolfo is as we break down why he has the tendencies to self-sabotage when things are going great. And uh, and I got to hand it to him. like He really opened up during this podcast. It was a little bit emotional at times and, you know, helped me open up about my fuck-ups. And, and we really dig deep in this one. And, you know, we've both been kind of really going through it these last couple of weeks, but, you know... My man's Rudolfo's really had it rough, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And without further ado, let's start the show. Yo, welcome to Today in the Milky Way. My name is Isaac. This is my co-host, Rodolfo. And this is his first musical recommendation of the day. Charles Bradley, man. I'm so hurt that I did not know about this guy. Really? Yeah. Like, I feel like this guy is a musical genius. Dude, look, just listen to his voice. Right? Let's listen to it for a little bit. She was my woman. Mm. This is the kind of shit that we gotta smoke cigarettes to, you know? For those of you listening, we're smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Um, well, I don't smoke. I feel like I smoke like a champ for not smoking. Right? I do. I don't never smoke, but today's kind of one of those days. I'll get into that in a sec. But this is so um, soulful, right? Dude, so one thing you got to know about Charles Bradley, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how you like to go through the slow transition. All right? That was funny. So the thing. So check this guy, Charles Bradley. This guy did not reach, like, the point of popularity or any kind of, like, big popularity until late, late in his life. I think, yes, dude, I think, I don't know the exact, I don't know how old he was when he passed away, Mm -hmm. but, dude, I want to say, like, he was, like, in his 50s. Really? Yes. So the fucking... Fried dude, chicken, bro. Yeah, dude. It was, dude. <laughs> That's so racist. Uh, dude, um, no. but the thing is, like, bro, they found him just, he was a cover, he was a James Brown cover band singer. Really? Yes. And some dude from, I forget what production company mm-hmm. or studio company he was with, um, but, bro, he just ended up running into him. And, and he was, was all like, was, bro, he was like, bro, I need you. I need that voice. <laughs> Come with me, and the <laughs> thing is, yeah, dude, come the, with me. Yeah, I need, that's the that's how it happened. Four one one. He's just like, I need that voice. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. And like the thing is that even then, when he got put onto the label, he didn't put out his album for like another three years. And then, yeah, I think his first, bro. I literally think his first album, if I remember right, 
came out in 2011. Oh shit! Well, you know what's uh, what's really funny? I only know him because of the Netflix show Little Big Mouth. Oh yeah, that's the theme song. So when I heard that song, I was like, "Yo, I need it. I need more of this." And uh, that's the only reason I know him. Yeah, I think you seem so sad when you were like. Do you know Charles Bradley? And I was like, yeah. He, yeah, he, dude, he seems dude. so I thought sad. And then you, because like, I feel like, how do I not know this soulful guy? You know what I mean? And then I heard the song. I I heard the song on, the, uh, on this kind of like playlist that I was like scrolling through. Mm-hmm. And he, I'm like, did, did this exact song, right? And I'm like, dude, I love it. So I was like fucking looking through like Charles's like youtube stuff and i came across the live version yeah dude i think that the live version is by far the the best performance of the song personally bro the live version is so good it seems like you're like emotionally touched but yes i am just because uh (laughs) earlier in the day like i was saying i was "Mm," having a little conversation with someone oh yeah and she got kind of rolling you guys hold up he he shows up to do the podcast right i'm all fucking set up everything and he's like yeah yeah i just gotta answer this phone call for two hours this guy just leaves me here by myself in the studio waiting for him while he has a conversation driving around drinking white claws on the longboard getting pulled over by the cops uh, <laughs> skating around skating around skating around <laughs> getting pulled uh, over by I, the I did get pulled over by the cops they're all like they're like, they're like we got a phone call that there's a sketchy ass guy just a drinking and riding his <laughs> skateboard around. I'm like, well, I'm not just riding my skateboard around. I'm <laughs> FaceTiming my yeah. friend, you know? Yeah. Well, and uh, you guys were, th- today's Wednesday, right? Or Today. Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, today's Tuesday. We're doing the podcast a little late because we were doing the podcast on Sunday and my little sister went missing. Missing, dude. Dude, missing. we had to file a missing person report. It, went, it was fucking crazy. But what mm-hmm. happened was... She went on a hike, and they got lost on the hike. Um, that we were actually supposed to yeah. do. <laughs> the day before. Dude, I feel so bad because she got back, and she was like, why would you recommend that place? Uh-huh. And I'm like, because it's a dope-ass place. It's called Blanca Lake in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, for y'all Seattle yeah. heads, y'all already know. And uh, <laughs> and uh, she's like, that was by far one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And I was like, it's only 7.5 miles. Uh-huh. And then she's like, yeah, you got to like rock climbing. I was like, you asked me for a secluded lake. I told you a secluded lake. Like, how is this my fault? <laughs> Anyways, Rodolfo, you were telling me that you had an epiphany today. Yeah. So um, so for all you listeners that weren't here, did we post that in podcast? Yeah, I just posted all right, it all right. today. So yeah, so so for we're, those who were listening or listened to the last podcast, um. Just saying no. Yeah, obviously, no. I'm just, I'm not with my girlfriend anymore, you know? We broke yeah. up. Uh, sad thing, I fucked up. I was the one, I fucked up. I fucked up bad. But either way, so, I was actually talking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, why are you making those faces <laughs> to the camera or to our audience? Yeah. Um, so, either way, I just had, a, the reason why I was skateboarding is because I was actually talking to a friend that was kind of going through the same things, you know? Yeah. But she's the one that got hurt. Yeah. So now, so it's like, so you got the girl that got hurt and then you got the dude that was doing the hurting. Mm-hmm. And we're over here 
picking at each other's brain. It's like, wow, was, what was going on, this and that. Oh, like she was, so she was getting your perspective. Yes. Because you guys have flip-flop perspectives. Exactly. So pretty much what was going on is like, as she was saying stuff that was, that why was she was getting hurt and stuff that she would like to see changed. Like in my head, I'm like, dude, it's like, shit's kind of like coming together, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like some of the, like what she was saying about, uh, like her girl Uh is that, like like the mistakes that like she was seeing and like she didn't want to see guy i have no idea what you're talking about right, because right, you right. have to keep hold on because i know you have to keep it a secret like saying the details but right, right, we so, don't understand what the fuck you're talking about right now all right so <laughs> pretty much so she got hurt by her girl uh-huh so she was telling me about the stuff that was going on in the relationship okay that i can relate to Yes. Because obviously the girl is the man in the relationship. Yeah. The alpha. You know? So as she's going on and saying all these things that like how she feels and how she doesn't feel comfortable around some of her friends Mm -hmm. was kind of hitting me because I feel like I was doing that to my girl. Yeah. You know? So as your ex girl. Yeah. My ex girl. So as she was spilling out her guts i feel like i'm finally like realizing it's starting to hit that you're a piece of shit all along yes 100 percent. thing you know and <laughs> but like at the, i'm yeah. sorry i'm sorry i'm not i'm not making fun of your situation i just you know like i know because when you walked uh, in earlier you're like bro i can't even keep my fucking house clean <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> so it's like so it's like i feel like <laughs> so like like at this moment i'm like because we were talking about how if I was to go date someone, mm-hmm. or no, 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 I was. Let me, me backtrack a little yeah, bit. So, like, I would say, like, if I was, if she was to go date someone, yeah, how yeah, yeah. how would I feel, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, obviously, like, I'm not gonna like it because, like, the breakup wasn't like mutual at the time. You know, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like it broke off, and then I'm like, damn. Well, like, I still loved you keep talking i'm gonna turn down your mic and a then little bit. like i still loved you and like i wish that we can like be together but obviously like my mistakes like you can't go back from it so like as she's so like as she's saying that i'm just kind of like fuck because like oh damn it dude i lost my track of thought my oh, train I'm of so thought sorry we just reset it and uh i'll just cut i'll find it back so <laughs> my bad it's just uh your mic was hella. Yeah, so, um, so, like, as she's saying that, like, I just feel like I, like, I can't go back from my mistakes. So, I mean, I, so she starts dating around, mm-hmm. and she starts, like, talking to dudes. Like, it'll be hard for me, you know? Just like it would be hard for her if I started dating around. Yeah. Because um, we've been together for so long. And then that kind of got me thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm more like, this girl loved me for who I am, and she took me in for whatever, like, with all my flaws and all my good stuff along mm-hmm. with it, you know? Mostly my flaws, because there's a lot of them. And then I was thinking, I'm like, dude, what about if I start dating, you know? Mm-hmm. If I start dating, um, like, the next girl might not like my flaws at all. 
you know so i feel like i have to fix all those flaws now a hundred percent i mean not that i never had to but like now it just kind of puts it in like bigger perspective that like dude like i just need to work on myself more and that's why i came into the garage (laughs) saying that i'm like dude i can't even fucking keep my house that clean you know and it's like stupid shit like that that like like the girl that loved me for who i am like accepted that even though she wasn't happy with it all the time mm-hmm. but like accepted that because she knew who i am but like the next girl yeah you don't have she doesn't yeah, no more, she, yeah. D- she doesn't she doesn't know me like that yeah you know she doesn't know me from like back in the day yeah so it's gonna be harder for her to like accept little flaws from me so it's kind of like how am i gonna give myself to someone else when i honestly really don't have everything put together for myself yeah you know like you can't really give back to a relationship at the moment is yeah. what you're saying yeah. if you had to yeah and Damn. like that kind of sucks it's like you know when people say that you know you don't know what you lost until you lost it that's kind of yeah, where yeah. i'm at you know you said yeah bro. Yeah, i didn't know you were gonna come in this deep bro that's you know that's uh mm. i do feel it though because a white claw the emotional drink of all men uh but zero carbs yeah i mean you kind of like our friend group has kind of got fucked up a little bit you know yeah and the worst part about you guys breaking up is that you guys are both still in the friend group yeah you know so that's gonna be super rough i've never been in that similar situation so i'm like kind of watching uh i guess in a way of like damn huh observing yeah because like i mean i i talked to i talked to your girl last week for like uh two hours maybe Mm -hmm. and she was just telling me how she feels and all that because we were if really you got we were she's one of my best friends too you know like growing up and stuff so um i don't know man you guys are in a super rough and crazy situation but uh i mean i'm glad that you're trying to like you know step up and do your thing and and admit that you're wrong and shit. So, very wrong. I mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, dude. I mean, dude. Look, I, 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 does this have to do with growing up having to admit your mistakes and shit? Yeah, I uh, mean, I have to admit my mistakes, me, bro, and I never want to grow bro. up. I never made a mistake in my life, bro. I'm fucking perfect. Um, shit, man. Yeah. So, I mean, so overall, you've been feeling kind of weird. Hey, you got and and everybody listening, it's been kind of rough doing the podcast lately because. My man's Rudy got fucking dumb because he's a piece of shit, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got to take it, though. That's, yeah, see, that's the, see, that's the type of shit that I have to deal with now, you know what I mean? Do it all the time, dog. Your sister, like, we went to Ifa on Saturday, and his sister just out of nowhere just started shit talking to him. Oh, my God. It was so funny. In public. Dude, the she's whole like, motherfucking restaurant stood <laughs> dude, she's still. Like, this is your fucking piece of shit. I don't even fucking trust you, motherfucker. And then we're just sitting there like, I'm just like, where is out of nowhere, bro? Dude, like, I I, I picked over be... at the bar to the dude that was serving me, and oh, the tab was overflowing. <laughs> so I got a little extra more uh, oh, shit, more beer in dude. my cup. But oh, so like, fucking funny, dude. Uh, I love your sister so much. Though, yeah, but she's but, hella funny. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, dude. Um, do you think that it's hitting you harder like recently now, like, or? Because, I, I mean, be- when it first happened, like, you were sad, and now 
like we're kind of like a little bit maybe like a month or something into it a little over a month yeah yeah i, th- yeah, I and, mean and you seem more like in the in the emotions yeah you yeah. seem more like you're in your feels and stuff even yeah i think yeah for sure because one like from then till now i think i've grown a lot and yeah literally grown a lot and um have been i feel like i'm 80 percent of my time is by myself that's a lot of time by myself you know what i mean like i don't have that other person to spend other like 40 do you do you feel like you need that or i feel like it's been helping like i prefer not to but like it's helping Uh, me and understandable um so but like I, I feel like I'm starting to get a little more of the repercussions from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Than before, because I am like I am talking to a lot more people that are like a part of the friend group and stuff. You know? Yeah. And now it's just like before, like in the beginning, I wasn't seeing that many people because I just kind of like uh, uh like you're just away like either that. I like isolated myself from them or. I just wasn't invited to any of the functions anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like now that like, you know, um, obviously I'm a part of the group that like I can't stay away forever. Yeah. But like now when I go to like the places, it's like you motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and like, I would say it's necessarily, both because people both, are like, yeah. God damn it, Rudy. Like, because also even I it's, mean, it's been like, it's here's been the thing. Mixed. Here's the thing. It's been mixed. You dumb bitch. But at the same time, like, even even your girl's not, like, hating on you, you know what I mean? It's just, like, you know? Yeah. You're, like, a little golden retriever, bro. You're hella nice. So, like, people are just, like, you fucked something good up, you know? Yeah. But but I feel like I, I'm still labeled as something, too, you know? Yeah. And which kind of, it sucks, because I never thought I was going to have that label in my life. Yeah. It, it, we're speaking in ambiguity. Let's, 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 let's shy away from it. Uh yeah, a little shy left away, turn, left away. turn. You guys, I've been sober for 18 days. What, what, what? Um, I was just sober. from alcohol. Uh, I was sober for the seven hours I slept <laughs> last night. <laughs> Have you still been drinking a lot? Be honest, be honest. It's only us here and our 87 audience members. That's right. We went up by seven audience members. Thank you guys. <laughs> I've gone two days without drinking until today. Damn, homie. Since mm-hmm. the breakup? Yes. Damn. Rudy, that's not good, man. It sucks, but you know what? A lot of alcoholics, I see why they're alcoholics now. I'm not saying I'm going to go into alcoholism, but because I got friends like him. Yeah, bro. I give you shit every time. Yeah. You know? Um, But yeah, it's been like two days. Uh, (laughs) I I felt good for those two days, but you know, today... It was super sunny. I ended up getting off work pretty early. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna Let get me go faded. buy a fucking six Jeez. pack of white claws, bro. I'm trying to enjoy this sun. You know what's hard is like, I'm not drinking. And then the last time we did the podcast, you and Austin got fucking trashed. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's okay. Hey, Isaac, how's your sobriety? It's been going good, man. You know, uh, why'd you decide to stop drinking? Oh, thanks for asking me that, Rudy. Since you haven't asked me this whole time, I've been sober for 18 days. Um, well, you see what That's because ha- I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't support sobriety, bro. Come on. It's like, no, no. What, what happened hey, was I just found myself I was drinking a lot, but, like, not enough to be, like, 
in the red zone of like, oh, this guy's an alcoholic. Oh, he's right. So like, yeah, yeah. So I'll like have a drink, you know, and that's it. But like a drink is like a like an eight ounce glass, halfway filled, you know, Mm -hmm. or maybe a little bit more, a little couple of ice, and then I'll sip on it while I'm editing or I'm working. But then I found myself doing it. Uh, consistently yeah the last two weeks before i stopped drinking i was doing it like six times a week yeah right so six drinks a week and it doesn't fuck with me you know like a little faded perfect for bedtime you know but like at the same time you know like i'm noticing my energy is getting lower and then i find myself looking way like just wanting to for the end of the day to come so i can have that drink yeah and i was like oh fuck is this what my stepdad felt like Huh. And then I was just like, Buccaneering. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say his name. Hey, <laughs> A-Ron. Hey, Fucking Balake. Dude, but yeah, so I was like, man, fuck. I got to do something about this. Just, you guys, besides Molly, alcohol is my favorite drink. Like, it used to be weed when we were younger. I barely smoke now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and we only do, I only do Molly once a year for a special celebration. You know what yeah. I mean? And usually I do that with you in our group and we mm-hmm. do some crazy dope shit, you know? But so besides that, alcohol, like I love it, dude. And I've been I've been caught myself when so when my sister went missing, I've, right? Yeah. Um, she's found by the way. Park Rangers got her and shit. She uh, got lost in the forest. She's safe, she's up in her bed. Yeah. My sleeping da- <laughs> like she always does. <laughs> but uh I would like I had a beer and I was like Ah, just chug it man you're nervous you deserve this Uh you know what i mean like so i find myself trying to get excuses to drink like today you see that tequila bottle over there simon yeah i was just like i saw it as soon as i walked in yeah i just like just take a little sip right before the podcast get a little loose you know people like you loosening up talking all this stupid shit Uh and i was like what is going on in my mind that i want to drink so bad so here's what i found out is i need a vice though you know what I mean? We just smoked some cigarettes before this. And I just feel like, I feel like such a bitch if I don't have something like that's negative in my body, dude. Yeah. You know I've, what I mean? Yeah. I can, I 100% feel you because I feel the exact same way. Um, Does that mean we're like addicts? Hey, are we addicts? I don't know. Hey, drop it down on the comments. I would like to know. Whoa. That was slick. hey put it in the comment no but i don't like honestly like i ask myself that because it's just like i don't see a world where i don't do a little boozing you know Mm -hmm. once in a blue moon bro i'm at a party somebody brings out some lines you know what i mean yeah 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 i'm gonna hit that (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) somebody pops out he's just hey it's fucking christmas you want to hit this heroin and i'm just like Tapping that needle, needle, you know Where's what I mean. Where's the spoon? Yeah, hey, who got the cord up in here, bruh? Oh, I got a yeah, belt. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, but no, I mean, obviously not to that extent. But I mean, I got some tobacco right here. You yeah, know, I think, uh, I think, as a like as I grow up, I I feel the same way because I feel like I just and it sucks, but I feel like sometimes, not all the times. I feel like I need some type of vice to have a good time, you know? Mm. And I feel like, so like, all right. So like a little while back, I was having a little problem with my drinking. I would drink too much. You still like, drink too much. No, I mean, no. What about this weekend? 
No, I, <laughs> I was still, I was, I was still in my six senses. I was, <laughs> I knew what I was doing. <laughs> you walk around like this. Hey, bro, don't leave yet. I had to poop so bad I didn't want to leave. Uh, I know. <laughs> I have a thing against. Or I'm like, you don't like pooping in public. Yeah, dude, I do not like pooping in public. I literally will hold my shit until I go home. <laughs> dude, I got at the party. It, I was sweating from holding my shit in, but I was having fun. Yeah. But I like that's why when I went out and I saw you on that balcony, I was like, bro, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And you're like, dude, just fly. You already knew what it was uh, too. You're like, yeah. just go take a shit in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, no, dude, uh, like I can't. Like, cause besides that, he would hang. Besides yeah. having to go to the bathroom, he would hang. Yeah. So I know. So fuck. It was man. like one o'clock. And there was like, people. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> and there was people having sex in the bathroom, bro. I don't. I'm not trying to fucking go take a shit and then somebody else come in to have sex and they're like what the fuck bro? Huh. it smells like straight up caca in here right. you know so you know about that though <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah. dude I, I i do not want i don't know what it is about pooping in public for me it's mm. just like when i was little my grandma used to tell me i could get aids from sitting in the mm. toilet bro there's a sorry to cut you off no go ahead there's this um this MTV Real Life, remember that shit? Real World? Real, no, no, it was a uh, MTV's Real Life. No, I think it was called Real Life, but it was a it, it was a docu series when they would go into like there was like different there was like different genres of it, like you know, fucking oh, Real Life. I live with Tourette's. Real Life. Oh, I'm, like the girl that like the I got you. I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't yeah. think it's called Real Life, is it? I think it's something along those lines. I honestly don't quote me on it, but I think it is. I'm not too okay, sure. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but there was this guy that had a thing with going <laughs> with what that that had a thing with going to the bathroom in public. And lucky for him, he worked at like he so he worked at his like uncle's like restaurant uh-huh. as a server, and he he would leave. He's like, Uncle, I gotta go. And he's like, oh, he's like, we're busy. This and that. You can't go. He's like, no, I gotta go. He's like, you. He's like, you know my thing. He would drive an hour, like forty five minutes to go home, take a shit, and dr- drive another forty five minutes back. So he'd be gone for like two hours. Oh, mine's not that bad though. I'm not gonna poop at a party, guy. I don't even give me mm. that silence like it is that bad. I'm not gonna poop at a party in a studio where you know what I'm saying. Like, how do you want me to take a shit there and then feel actually relieved? Have matches in your pocket. <laughs> no. And you take some nasty shits. I feel like you don't care. Bro, Yo, the next morning. You see these? He's like, this is listen, no, no. The next morning, I go pick him up because we're going to go have fun. Everybody's hella drunk or hungover except me because I'm a beast and I have self-discipline. And uh, I show up and he's like, hold on. Let, let's go to my place real quick so I can change. But let me fuck up Alexa's toilet. And then you take the most disgusting shit, and then you're like, bad. "She got poopery, bro." We <laughs> <good>. <laughs> and then you're like, "All right, let's Sponsor go." Sponsor me. And you're, <laughs> dude, that was so funny. I'm like, "Why are you gonna fuck her bathroom <laughs> up?" And then be like, "Oh, let's go to my oh, house." Because that's my sister. Let bro. Her fuck up my toilet. No, that's my sister. Once, oh, hey, God. once Bianca or Brianna has their own spot, boom, you're gonna be dropping them like nothing. No, still like, nothing. Like I would rather go home. But, I mean, I feel like being on the bus when I was living on the bus on the road, I pooped in some disgusting-ass places. Same in the in the military, you know? Like, I used to take shits in, oh, like, yeah. disgusting spots. But, like, I, if I, I have to, I'll do it, you know? But if I don't have to, 
Why would I? You know? And especially, like, how do you, how do you not have anxiety? You're, there was, like, 12 people. Right? And they all kind of use the bathroom. And then I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to be, like, trying to poop. And then I'm going to... Oh, yeah. Hey, hurry up. I'm trying to fuck. Nah. You know? And those kids... <laughs> Those kids are just having sex in there. Well, they weren't kids, but uh, like, I don't know. It just felt really weird, you know, like I'm not going to try. And then what if there was cum on the walls? I don't know, dude. You I, know, dude, I'm, I, I got just, some dude, weird anxiety towards that. I just don't. I just don't give a fuck. Like honestly. when I put and even when I poop in public, I'll like I'll put the fucking what's that little paper thing. I'll put one of those and then I'll put hell of toilet paper. Oh, yeah, I do that. Like, I still do that in public. Okay. But I just don't care about doing it. One time, one time I was taking a shit in Japan and uh <laughs> and it was like one of the things that's like the hole in the wall or in the floor. Oh, yeah, so you so have you to just crouch. Squat? Yeah. Yeah, and I shit all and it was at the mall. You missed. And I sh- I shit all over my pants. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And uh I shit and I pissed all over my pants. And I called my girlfriend at the time and I was in the bathroom. For like two hours. It was locked. Yeah. And she was at work. And she left work, went to my place, got me pants, and then came and brought them to the Japanese mall and gave them to me. And it took like about two hours. And the whole time I just like, said. <laughs> and dude and just like pounding on the door and i would just be like it's busy like dude An american the most embarrassing thing and the worst part is like i couldn't buy anything at the mall to fit me because you're too big bro you yeah husky. like especially a japanese extra large is like an american medium I know you. I remember so, you came at me with the large one time. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. You gave me a small for, dude. And I was hurt because the shirt that he got me, fire. Yeah, I used to send a fire. Shirt. Here's what happened. I ordered. I got a bunch of really cool clothes, mm-hmm. uh, and I got extra larges from this really cool like Japanese boutique store. And when I went to try them on, like nothing fit me. So I, you know who I ended up going to? Khalid. Hmm. Yeah, I gave all the clothes to him, yeah, and he yeah. fits. So that's a Japanese XL. It's Khalid, who's like 120 pounds. Think less than that. Yeah, he's like, I love nah, Khalid. come on, guy, don't <laughs> I love burn my man's yeah. like that. But um, no, um, cause I remember the the shirt that you got me, the Ryan one. Yeah, that was a filthy shirt. Filthy dude. shirt. I remember, dude. I remember I wore it a couple of times because, like, I think I wore it twice, where like it, it fit okay, but it was still a little tight for my liking. Um. But I wore it, and, dude, I remember, like, dude, a bunch of the Asian cats. A bunch of the Asian cats were feeling it, dude. Yeah. Hard. That's a really popular beer over Yeah, there. dude. Yeah. It was, it was, they were feeling it hard. I was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't know what they were saying to me, but. Because <laughs> I was, like, around the High Line. Okay, like, the okay. High Line yeah, yeah, yeah. area. You know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> so I there is a lot of. I'm like, shit, bro, I don't know dude. what you're saying, but, dog, the shirt filthy. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you're looking at my shirt. But yeah, man. Uh, going back to what we were talking about, uh, you know, last time we were talking a lot about saying no and all that shit. Um, have you been at all applying that to your life? In some cases, alcohol, nah. <laughs> but I just feel like you're just like I'm. Just gonna drink my pain away. Yes. Why? But I feel like um. 
Damn, I feel like an Alki now because I'm you gonna, are I'm, an Alki. Yeah, because I'm gonna be saying that like it's not forever, but because like I feel like I know myself and I don't I don't have like an addictive personality. But like for now, like with being summer, being stuck at work, you know, being dumped. Like now I know why alcoholics are alcoholics. It's a nice little escape. I'm and like I feel warm. You know what I mean? Every time I take a sip, bro, I'm an alky, bro. Every time I take a sip, bro, I feel like I'm being hugged by someone warm. Jesus Christ! As your friend, I I feel like you worry for me. Yeah, but there's nothing to worry about because I'm not an alcoholic. But you're about to be like stumbling. Like, I got a DUI, bro. And mm. I got fired. I was late to work. You yeah. know, you're hey, gonna um, re- you're gonna live out the fucking plot to Shameless, bro. Uh, hey, uh, next thing you know, next podcast, it's like, yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm four DUIs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's it yeah, called? Just uh, got fucking. Uh, on the real note, though, do you think why don't you use this as a like a rocky moment? You know, where you're like, okay, I just got dumped. I'm a piece of shit. And, you know, go from there. Rocky moment. Because I'm more of a DMX moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> DM- <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. Um, Can I, I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. I just feel like, um, like with work, being dumped, and like all this shit going on, we're being mostly work honestly um i just feel like uh like i'm not enjoying my summer and it sucks you've been enjoying your summer hella bro not really like i enjoy it on the weekends yeah but like with work i get up at fucking six o'clock in the morning i don't get off till six in the afternoon sometimes you know every other day i don't get off till like eight and yeah. then it's kind of gone. My day's kind of gone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like... Hey, you still come out and do shit with me, though. Yeah. Like, after. So, but, like, I just feel like 80% of the time it's just that. That works. So, like... You know, when I, I get home? You, I so got you. Like, so, when I get home, I, I just... You know? Like, I put on some music. You know? Like, I've been on my music shit lately. Mm-hmm. Um, Put on my music, eat, and just kind of, like, enjoy myself. Okay. Like, you masturbate? Seven days a day. <laughs> <laughs> Seven days a week. Um, but no, but like for real, just like I think it's been a way for me to enjoy myself. I got gotcha. you by myself. I I can which kinda, I know is kind of like which I no, know it like, makes sense. Yeah, I can relate to that. I've been staying in the studio. I'm probably gonna stay here till Friday. Yeah. Whatever you guys see in this film, this is where I'm living right now. Hmm. Not anything wrong with me and my lady, but. I feel like I need some me time. Uh Bro, just, what I was just to kind of real about today. You know, just to kind of rebalance myself, I think looking in and and really checking like your mental health and where you are is super important and it seems like you're doing that, but it also seems like you know, not to bring Dr. Isaac out, but you're kind of escaping through the drinks to not realize the severity of what you have done. And that's not that good yeah you know yeah no for uh, sure it's as nasty as that burp mm-hmm. i said you're, you're being nasty huh. uh, no you're not though you're also trying to i can imagine how rough it is you know what i mean with everything going on and then the work and all that stuff but i want to 
I, I don't know because yeah. I feel like I've been there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's and it's rough, but I also want to I want to do really cool active shit with my best friend. Yeah. And like getting fucked up kind of prevented us from doing that this weekend. A little bit. I mean, we still it, went it, swimming and we got yeah. it in. You know what I'm saying? Prevent, but yeah, I fucked it. I fucked that up. And I, dude, honestly, I feel like I was um kind of going off a little bit of topic right now. Mm-hmm. I was talking to homegirl earlier mm-hmm. today, and I was telling her how, for some reason, like I have a pattern. I do good, do good, do good, and then fuck up. Yeah. You know why? I don't know. I think going back to what you said earlier, I need mm-hmm. that vice. You know what I mean? And sometimes, yeah. like, I don't know, sometimes going against what is going on in my point of life at that moment mm-hmm. is kind of a vice, you know? Like fucking your life up? Well, I wasn't talking about that extreme, but I guess it's so. literally <laughs> what you're doing. Like, you'll be doing hella good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Dude, Do you think yeah. you're scared to, like, succeed so once you start seeing that success you know what i mean oh we're touching something you're seeing yeah. agitated <laughs> uh <laughs> so do you think um, that's it i'm out of beer it's like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, do you think um, that could be it like like because every this is what i've noticed the pattern i'm gonna tell you something rocky told me too mm-hmm. she was like hey isaac i can't do and keep rudolfo on a straight path you know um so you gotta kind of keep try to help keep him in line and shit because he's just gonna keep so i'm doing my best man you know what i'm saying so let me get a cigarette i want to smoke too i want to feel like a bad boy let me spark you up though but like um i mean Mm. i don't know now that like now that you say it out loud i'm like i don't know like sometimes I'm like, dude, can I handle like the stress or the responsibility of what comes my way of being successful? Yeah, I will clearly not because you're sabotaging yourself. You start doing hella good, like you start getting photography gigs and you start doing all this shit, and then you just like all of a sudden just like completely like it's almost like you hide from it. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, no, I see that. And then your relationship's going hella good. No, nah, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't have rocks and bounces, but I remember we were talking about how, like, it's taking a turn for, like, the better. And then what happens? You know what I mean? It's like you're used to this trauma from when we were younger. And then once you start getting out of it, like, some kind of panic sets in. And then you got to find something uh, like I'm not used to it. So it's yeah, like, you know to bring I mean? in like stress or something, you know, I'm not going to lie. That's that's something that I have come to realize, you know, and that's what's behind like my eating disorder and like me kind of getting fucked up and all that stuff. So like I stopped getting fucked up probably like hardcore when we were like, what, 24 Mm-hmm. Is when we stop going hard, hard on the paint, right? But we're still drinking, yeah. You know, but like we're not doing fucking coke, we're not fucking popping mushrooms, we're, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we're fucking cleaning up, get real respectable jobs, you know. And then it's like that's at the time that my binging got the worst, mm-hmm. right? So I'm over here just like secretly binging. You guys would constantly catch me, 
you know, like at four in the morning, fucking five bag of memos. Yeah. <laughs> so like, then from there, it goes into like, uh, like abusing my body. You know what I mean? Like doing these like extreme workouts that like are breaking my body down. Yeah. And it doesn't let my body like grow recuperate. So like now I'm in a state where I'm like trying to go away from all of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I keep falling into it. Yeah. So like, but I'm actually learning through you too, you know, and like to trying to keep each other motivated because like even today when I was like, yo, I want to get fucked up. You know, I was just waiting for you to be like, yeah, let's get fucked up, dog. Yeah. Like if you would have said that, I would have. Yeah. But then I'm all like, nah, dude, you got it. You know what I mean? Like, come on, you know, I was sipping on my beer as I was saying that, too. (laughs) I was like, I was going to, I'm like, no, 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 you got it, bro. And I'm checking the fattest swig out of my beer. I say all this thing about sobriety as I'm smoking a cigarette. Hmm. Um, But no, like, so the, the point of that is just like. I, I'm finding out that I'm self-sabotaging myself, right? Yes. And I I haven't really been too openly about it because I don't like to, I don't want to talk about it right now because I'm going through it, but I am having a super hard time with my creative, like with my job and my profession deciding what I want to do because like I come and sit down here with you and I have a great time, you know, and our audience slowly growing, but this is not paying our fucking bills. You no. know what I'm saying? Like this takes time out of our... It's actually taking day. money out of our pocket. Yeah. And especially mine because I'm choosing to do this over other work, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like so demoralizing at the same time. Like, am I doing the right thing? And I'm like, no, I got to bet on myself. Like, and I'm I'm like making these huge decisions. Like, I'm just taking a leap of faith here. Yes. You know what I mean? So like I have so much anxiety. So I'm like, hey, I got to stop drinking because it's a vice for me to escape I'm not binging. I'm like properly working out and like I'm feeling all those benefits. And then I'm like, I have to learn to have more fun. So I go out Mm -hmm. with you guys and stuff. And then Sunday comes around and I'm like so depressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just sat down and like really just let myself feel it. I was like crying, dude. And I'm like, it's just because I'm so not used to my life being this way. And I want to go back to what, to what I'm used to, yeah. but what I'm used to is like fucked up, high stress. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what you're used to. Yeah. So, what's the first step here, bro? I think. So, like, what I see within myself, you know, I'm not gonna out there and be like, you need to do this because I'm not even doing it. I think. Um, I think we just got to get ourselves into that that state of mind where, you know, where we're comfortable with ourselves and mm-hmm. we can do this. Don't put me in the same category as your dirty ass. Uh-huh. No, I was just so, like, but like no, no, I feel it. Because, like, I think if if I look into the bigger picture within myself, like, I know I can do it. But I think, I think me fighting with myself, like going back to you're talking about self-sabotage you know Mm -hmm. because i don't know any different i think that's where i have to sit on the most and really dig deep into myself and be like all right dude like you're not used to this but i think that's kind of like 
get myself into that uncomfortable position of being used to it and not going back into my old ways. If that makes any sense. It does. But like, what are some deliverables, right? There's something new that I've learned. Cause, okay. So you're realizing the thing, mm-hmm. but then how do you deliver? Like, even if it's a small thing, like going forward, I think what's a good one for you. <clears throat> so right now, and what's the main thing that you want out of life right now? If you could change some, well, not getting your girlfriend back. Cause that's impossible, but something else. <laughs> sorry i'm so sorry that's so fucking mean uh i honestly i think um once i give myself a little more organized you know just kind of like following a schedule then mm-hmm. i honestly i feel like i can tackle the world but for me for some strange reason i cannot or i just haven't okay you know so the not fr- that i cannot i just haven't and i feel like a gun that goes into like self-sabotaging so what's the first like what's your first step right now that's something you would do fuck i honestly can't even answer that because honestly i don't really even know myself which is you know and it sucks to say because i feel like you know i'm 29 years old and i feel like i should have the answers i should be knowing what to do but you know i'm only human and i'm not gonna lie i just kind of don't know you know and it sucks because like i feel like there's so many people out there you know so many people even younger than me you know mm-hmm. and for some reason like the fact that like younger people like do it it kind of like like you know what i mean it kind of puts that little oh in my that pressure stomach, you know bro and like one like one like once like one kind of um thing i can say is that like my little brother bro my little brother has his shit together you know chris bro yeah. i love you dog you know and he has his shit together i yeah, mean he has a house he's like what 23 he's got a hella like nice house yeah. fucking dogs like yeah that motherfucker he's, he's like doing shit, it bro. he you got know? his shit together quick prior from seeing all y'all fuck up yeah because he's, like, youngest, uh, he's yeah. like he's like motherfucker i don't want to be like that <laughs> motherfucker when i'm older you know what i mean <laughs> and like, i'm not gonna have that problem uh, with my sisters they're garbage like <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean but maybe that's just the thing about being the oldest you know yeah unlike unlike everyone under me like they see my fuck-ups they see the shit that i've done wrong because i've done a lot of wrong and they grow from that Man, that must suck being the oldest. I hate being the oldest. I do too, bro. <laughs> it's honestly the worst. Um, There's so much pressure. But um, but yeah, I mean, I guess for like long-term thinking, like I guess I've done a lot of good showing my like siblings what not to do, mm-hmm. you know? And like in a way, I'm kind of like, like I feel kind of proud of that, you know? But at the same, no, no, not like that. Not like that. I just. <laughs> no, I, I understand what you're saying. Like I, I feel that. Like, I've taken the weight of mm-hmm. fucking up and showing them what not to do to the point where it's like, you know what? Maybe everything I'm doing is not going for rain, you know? Yeah. Well, what about, okay, so you don't know, you don't know what your first step should be. You just know, like, that you, like, you know, that you're making the realization that you are self sabotaging yourself. Yes. And that could be because you're feeling the pressure of the success that you might be having and then you cannot handle that pressure so you fuck it up yes and um yeah and i mean this is just speaking from true life this is speaking from now you know 
I'm not going to come up on this podcast and act like I know everything. Yeah. Well, that I honestly, I'm glad you're saying that because I feel the same because, I mean, we put in all this shit together, but like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, you guys. I'm I'm about to be 29. You know what I mean? And I know like I come in, I like coming here and I like talking and I thought I wanted to be like uh, a filmmaker. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as I'm actually getting more work and working on projects, I realized like I, this is not what I want. Yeah. You know, I don't want to work for other people's dreams. I want to work for my dream. But then I don't even know exactly what that is. You know, like I, I love community. I love whoever you guys are that listen to this. Like from the bottom of my heart, I fucking appreciate the shit out of that. And mm-hmm. I want to build upon more community. You know what I mean? I want to connect with local artists because I'm not a good artist. I want to collect, connect with local musicians and I want to help them out because I, those are all things that I wish I could be. I feel like that's why we're so ingrained in doing like the little recommendations because we're like, yo, check this out. We're like into fashion. We're into music. We're into like really cool niche things. Yet we're not artists that way. And I feel personally for me, like I've always wanted to be you know, like a, yeah. like yeah, a no. musician or something. Sure. And like, I have no talent with music. I have no rhythm. You know what I mean? So like, I can play you like some fucking songs. I can read music. But like, you know a talented motherfucker when you see them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like fucking God is moving through them. Like they're expressing something unexpressible. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I know my lane. That's not me. Like yeah. I know no matter how much I want it to be. And I can realize that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I feel like, yeah. And I feel like that's one thing that, like, being on this podcast has helped me with, you know? Yeah. Is that, like. Definitely opening up more. Yeah. You know? I like that. Um, but, like. Uh, <laughs> but, like, like, being on this podcast, like, dude, I'm. Dude, I come on here and just talk. I bullshit. You know? Yeah, that's what There's nothing special about that. But I feel like um, it's my creative outlook on something you yeah. know I, I feel like this helps me put at least my two cents into something you know <laughs> even though like yeah. it, it's not the greatest thing because i'm honestly just talking you know what i mean i'm not out there like you were saying i'm not out there creating music i'm not crea- creating art i'm not fucking making magic out of nothing you know yeah the blank huh so it's like um so, yeah, it's like my creative outlook, but also with that, too, comes that, like, I, I've i come to real, the realization that, like, I th- I think that's okay. Why do you keep grabbing your dick, bro? I need to go piss. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, dog? I'm just like, here you uh, go. All right, go piss, and right, I'll, uh, I'll be back. yo, going off of this, I think what you need, Rodolfo, and uh, most people, like, uh, going towards the first step, because that's what... It kind of sounds like my man's is doing, you know, and I was talking to this with him off air. It's like you need a mentor. You know what I mean? Like everybody comes to like a point in a stage in their life where, you know, like you honestly can't do it alone if you're trying to do something grand or like you're trying to break out of the box or you're trying to level up and you're always going to hit a ceiling, you know, and you need a mentor. And uh, my first, like, my first ever mentor uh, was this guy named Miguel Bravo, bro. Big shout out to him. I was, uh, he was the only other Mexican in my, 
in in my job in the Marine Corps and uh and I remember the first day you know I get I get to the shop and they they pretty much put me with him because we're Mexicans so like this guy used to fucking hate me he was like where the fuck would they just put you with me just because you're because i'm fucking mexicans now they're gonna give me another fucking mexican and he's like you're not even a good fucking mexican you're lazy as fuck motherfucker and then and you know what i was so fucking lazy i used to be so lazy i used to blame everything wrong that went in my life i used to blame it on something else you know and it wasn't until i met my homie bravo that you know like i was because he used to treat me like shit, dude. Like, he'd be like, motherfucker. And he'd be like, you give our people such a bad name. And this guy was like the hardest fucking worker in our shop. He was like, he was just like a straight motherfucker, dude. Like, no. whatever, he'd be done faster than anybody. And he, I remember one time we were outside, I got in trouble and he had to go with me and we were like busting rust with these metal toothbrushes outside in the sun. And he just letting me have it. Cause I was like, bro, why'd you, what's your problem with me? And then he's like, cause you're a dumb, lazy motherfucker. You give our people their bad name. They, they grouped you with me just cause you're Hispanic. And he's like, how do you think that makes me feel with these racist fuck? Like he just let me have it, dude. And then, but then after that, you know, he kind of showed me like by example like how i should be and like literally all my work ethic i owe to this guy you know what i mean like i became like you know me now like i'm a fucking hard worker i always try to make sure i'm the hardest worker in the room even if i'm like less experienced i'm always like how can i help like i never fucking sit still and it's because of that that i'm kind of i'm successful in the way that i am and that's what i was telling the audience now that you're back from being a bitch pissing can't hold your piss is you know, like maybe you need a mentor, dude, because you're stuck at a step that I'm stuck in as well. You know, I'm just uh, stuck in it in a different way. And right now my mentor is my girl. Um, She's very successful in the business world. Well, my B, bro, my girl just dumped me. So <laughs> <laughs> my bad that I don't have a mentor currently. Yeah, no, but. no, but, <laughs> but like that's what I was talking about. Maybe the first step, you know. Like the first step into this endeavor of you trying to break out of yourself. And you remember when, when you were at the gym, you know, like, uh, who was your mentor? Bobby. Exactly, Bobby. And then he helped you grow so much, right? Yes. And then Alec has been my mentor in the sense of, like, how to treat my physical body. And now I'm, like, applying that because I don't have him anymore. So, like, like I don't know, like, uh, I think we're at a stage where we need to seek out mentorship and and for a while you know like direwolf's been my mentor that's why i had him on the podcast is because like i'm at a stage where i need to believe in myself where i need to be free and i can't necessarily just access that so i'm going to like that person the person that i see is so free just fucking like this guy walks around like he just fucking know like he met Jesus yesterday and he, uh, Jesus was like I remember hey. seeing him at the gym. You know what I mean? He doesn't give a fuck about nothing, bro. And then he goes, he's got the super dope artist studio. He's painting, doing his thing. You know, he's got head tattoos. He doesn't give a fuck about nobody. No. And he's like he just dope in the sense of like the freedom that he has. So he's kind of been my mentor recently, you know. So who maybe. I would say, could that be your next step? Like finding a mentor and shit? Or, uh. Yes, but I think. I don't know where the mentorship would come from currently. You know? 
Good thing you brought that up, Rodolfo, because my recommendation, <laughs> one of my recommendations was like, be your mentor. Or you no, be my mentor? <laughs> no, 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 no. Bro, I'm, I'm just as fucked up as you, except I have way different vices. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was going to say, when you cannot find a mentor, you can find mentorships through books. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Because literally, like, all these amazing famous people, all these, um, uh, like, historical figures, they have biographies. You know what I mean? They have, um, they have, you know, like, their words are written down, like, from themselves, like, these great, amazing people. You know what I'm saying? Hitler. Kim Jong Un, you know, uh, fucking fucking Genghis Kang, <laughs> Genghis Khan, Genghis bro, <laughs> motherfucking Osama bin Laden, uh, dude. They're all their words are out there for us to go. Allah, God, praise Allah. Uh, um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that that was so racist. I don't no, know why no, I did no, that. No, no, that no. was fucked up, bro. You good, bro? You <laughs> no. Hey, you sp- yeah, you spitting from the heart. <laughs> no. You spitting from the <laughs> no, but. Uh, and no, seriously, dude, I think um, I, I and the book I would recommend for you is either uh, I have it written down, but uh, or you can do The Art of War, you know, I can't even I've pronounce it. And I've also, it. I think his name is Robert Green mm-hmm. um, and he does mastery, the, the 48 loss of power, you know what I mean? But like, I think if you can't find a mentor, you should look in a book to it mentorship and that's kind of the stage that i'm at right now but guy my girl's guiding me in mentorship in terms of like how to be more productive and disciplined with myself because she's a very successful businesswoman you know what i mean and the next stage of what i'm trying to do with this on this platform is run it like a business so that we can like actually be successful you just two fucking mexican guys they come in here smoke cigarettes fucking you know what i mean mostly cubanos yeah so I'm trying to get it get it going with that. So I think those would be like some good first steps for us, you know, like besides all the things, because like we we're supposed to do short films for a little bit. You know what I mean? We did a couple, but like nothing ever like we finished. Right. So we kind of gave up on that endeavor. Then we're like, we got a little bit of a photography club, but we barely ever meet, you know, mm-hmm. and then got the improv for a little while. too. Yeah, we did improv like twice and it was working. And then we kind of stopped that. And then I just feel it's just like we're trying to do all these other things and they're not working because like neither of us are disciplined in the way that a person that can do those things is disciplined in. Right. Because we're coming out of this fucking ghetto dramatic world. And even though we have the means now to do those things, we've never been there. So we don't know how to do them. Hence, first steps, mentorship. If you want to break out of your shell, you want to fucking level up, you need a motherfucking mentor, dude. I'll yeah. be on that. You know, what What? what time are we on the potty for time-wise? But, uh... <laughs> okay. Do you want to start wrapping it up? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, can I, uh... What's it called? Can I leave you guys off with, like, a? Do you have anything else to say before we wrap this up? No, um, besides that, 
You were spitting some shit, and I was getting a little emotional at the end. But mm. about the mentorship, mm-hmm. you're faded, huh, Rodolfo? Nah, I'm good. No, you're not. I only, I only had five beers. What you talking about? <laughs> I can tell because your eyes start going like this. Like you kind of right. have sleepy eyes when Gina. lazy eyes when you get <laughs> fucked up, dude. Um, uh, no, but like on some, like I really like the whole mentorship part. Um, I think I just still need to get myself to read books. I felt, I felt like I've, uh, I've read a couple books, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, I think I just haven't found my book or the person that would be good for that. That resonates to your heart. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I, else? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I go through YouTube sometimes when I want to find somebody that I'm trying to get into, and then I just either see reviews or like, uh, or I listen to like, uh, like people literally like animate. And like add music to like some dope ass shit people say. Yeah, I feel like I've I feel like I've been there, but I think um, going on the whole mentorship thing. I think me personally, I would benefit mm-hmm. from in person. Yeah, like well, I just I, I, I just need to find that person. I think um, I don't know who yet, mm-hmm. but I think once I start like going out there and meeting people, like you know. If things are going to fall in place, they're going to fall in place. Yeah. But since that's not happening, you should turn to a book. I'll turn to a book, too, then. Because, like, I've been reading, like, I had uh, the Jock- the Jocko Wilkins book, mm-hmm. Extreme Ownership, <laughs> which is really good. And I feel like I've really put that into play. Yeah. You know? How long have you been listening to that? This is news No, to me. I read it. When? I read the book. Did I you ha- listen to book. it on audiobook or you read it, like, no, with your I, eyes? No, I bought the book. And you read I it? I paid thirty five ninety nine. And you read all of it? The whole thing. When? A couple months back. How come you never talked about it? Because I'm still applying. Because you're a liar. No, one hundred percent. Okay. All right, bro. You can uh, if you if you want some truth, uh huh. Call Balboa. Okay. Shit. Okay. I believe it. If you put in if you put in that name on the line. Right. Um. I I would. It's so like the the reason she knows about it is mm-hmm. because I would read the book to her. Oh, interesting. Because um, I have the, the I suck at reading. Like I, I'm not good at reading. You know. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the one thing that's kind of kept me from reading books is because I just suck at reading. Oh. So you don't order, think you maybe have dyslexia or something like that? Something like that. I mean, when <laughs> I went to when I went to when I was in school, like I had a learning disability for reading. I had to go to a okay a special class. I don't like to get into that too no, much. We'll, but we'll touch upon <laughs> it later. Right? Hey, but Rudy was retarded? Yeah. No. But yeah, no. So, so like, I would read her that book. Yeah. You know? I would talk to, like, we'll be sitting in the car, and I'll read her, like, a chapter. Okay. But, like, uh, and I think this has also kind of, like, helped me talk and express myself more. Mm-hmm. Because I can never do that. So, like, with her, I would just sit in the car, and I would read her a chapter. All right. So how about how about uh next episode we do you outline what you're trying to implement from the Jocko Wilkins book? Everything, bro. I take All right, well just you, you're going to let I'm us I'm a <laughs> I take ownership <laughs> of that. Is that something shit. that he says? No, like but just take, just take ownership. So like let's say if I'm leading something, mm-hmm. you know? Um if I was we were doing something, we we're doing we we're filming something, right? And I was leading it. I was leading it. And it doesn't come out as good as I thought. Like, let's say every th- all my shots came out good, this and that, and you did the editing, mm-hmm. and it came out like shit. I'm mm-hmm. not going to blame you. You're going to blame yourself? I'm going to blame myself because obviously there's something that I didn't tell you. Okay. 
and or explain good enough for you to get the gist of what I wanted to come what I wanted to come of that film. Okay, okay, okay. So there's no reason to blame you because I can blame you. You know? So next week yeah, that makes sense. So next week in order to prove you read the book, you're gonna give us the four one one on the. I'll Jocko give you the four one one, bro. Extreme okay. ownership. <laughs> extreme ownership. The camera has been uh, on for a while. You keep looking oh, at it like looking you're looking about to fight it. the it's audience, uh, bro. E- extreme ownership. Um, Rodolfo's was looking at the camera like he's about to get in a fight uh, with it. You can buy the book for thirty five ninety nine, or get it used for twenty ninety nine. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> or get it even used there for five ninety nine. So mentorship. I'll I'll get back on what I pick up. I think I'm gonna look for a book because yeah. I I'm actually like my reading has been consistent. I know I've been talking about it in the last couple yeah. episodes. I'm still but on the fifth page of Dune. It, <laughs> bro, you know the end of the month is coming up. Yes, I know. I'm about to get kicked. Yeah, you. For those of you just learning learning into this, Rodolfo's about to get some leg leg kicks if he doesn't get a. Well, what would you you said like twenty pages a month or something? Twenty page, like twenty pages of a. A, a week month? No, no. You said a month. No, ten no, pages no. a day. No, you didn't say that. We said a week because then we we came to the realization that you're no, not that good ten, of a it reader. It was six hundred pages. Yeah, it was ten pages a day. That would give me up to like six hundred okay. pages. Okay. So how many times am I gonna kick you? Six hundred times. I'm the, oh my er, god. No, bro. no, no. Five ninety-five. Jesus Christ. I've only. Re- I'm not gonna re- kick <laughs> you that many times because <laughs> I read. A, I'll just I give read you like pages. like a good. I'll just put the plate on you and then I'll kick you as hard as I can because I don't want to fucking. Five hundred. I don't want to hurt you times. for your job. Um, no, I just wanted to. I did want to leave you guys off with a little memory because when I started talking about my uh, my first mentor, it reminded me of the first time that I ever made friends outside of like my friends I grew up with at KAU, mm-hmm. right? And for I used to be a really big bully, and nobody liked me in the when I was in the military my first couple of years because I was like a dick you know what I mean and I was just so scared because like everybody picks you apart like you gotta only the strong survive kind of thing so I used to hide behind that but what ended up happening is I had no friends and I was also in a really toxic relationship so my lady would never let me go out so if I would go out she would lock the house or she would hit me and I'm not saying I was perfect either you know so it's not like she was kind of like a bitch or anything but the first time that I made real friends in Okinawa, I had gotten in trouble. So I had to ride the bus to my base. And uh, and then when I got to base, I had to ride another bus. I wasn't allowed to drive. So it made it so difficult, Rodolfo, to get to work. And I had to be at work by 610. And if I wasn't at work, I would get in fucking so much trouble. Like, it was terrible. So I, I, I get on base and I'm like sitting down and a fucking earthquake happens. And first of all, I missed the bus to get to my work inside base. So now I'm going to be like 15, 20 minutes late. So I'm going to get in hell of trouble. And as I'm sitting there waiting for the bus, I'm about to cry. A fucking earthquake happens. And I like tumble over on the side. I don't know. It's an earthquake happening. I'm in front of the USO. And uh, all these people are like running outside and they're freaking out and shit. I get the call. Work is canceled. Right. So now I got to wait another hour for the bus. And I have, bro, at the time I have no friends, so now I got to get on the bus, go back home to like what I considered a nightmare situation because I was just like fighting with my lady. It was just so bad. So, and at this time I've been in Japan for like six months and I have no friends, 
Nobody likes me. All my friends from back home obviously have their own lives. So I'm like all by myself in the country. I don't speak the fucking language. Everybody hates me because I shoplifted and I got caught. And I got my whole squadron in trouble. So like I'm a piece of shit, dude. Label the piece of shit. I got demoted rank. It's just terrible, dude. Like my life cannot be worse. And fucking this old man comes running by. He's white wearing sandals and shit and he's like you come with me right now anybody that's older than you and you're in a different country and they speak english you better fucking listen to them because they're higher ranking than you and they're probably (laughs) in the military so i run inside we go inside the uso he sits me down he's like do you have 275 dollars and i'm like yes sir and like i'm 19 years old right and i'm like yes sir and then like more kids start coming in and like two guys from my shop walk in where we work in and then and then I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And nobody knows. Like, he's just literally, you come sit the fuck down right now. And like, we're all like sitting down and we're like, what the fuck is going on? And then he's like, everybody, welcome. My name is Sergeant Major Bass. Welcome to your school instructions. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> dude, and like, and so I started doing my scuba certificate, like license that day. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like I paid for it and everything. And as I'm leaving out, my homie Bravo, RJ and Lugo, still some of my best friends to this day. They're walking back from work. And they're like, hey, G-17, because my name's so long, they would just call me G-17. And they're like, what are you doing here? And they're like, let's go longboarding. And I was like, no, I got to get home. And they're like, come on, dog. So I'm already, I already know I'm about to get in trouble with my lady. So I'm like, fuck it. And these guys, bro, they took me, like the first time I ever got on longboard, they took me longboard in Japan. We went all over the ocean and I had like the most beautiful day. And like that day, like I I got introduced to a tribe called Quest uh just like dude like and i made my first real friends ever you know what i mean and they like completely changed my life you know like even to this day like i have so many things to be thankful to them for and they were like my first mentors you know what i mean and they gave me a lot of like like guidance especially my friend lugo and uh, rj and like love and what i should expect from relationships and then Bravo just worked me like a Mexican. He gave me that super hard work ethic. So like it just kind of goes into like what we've been talking about the last couple of episodes is like you are the people you hang out around with. So look around at the people you're hanging around with. And if they're not somebody you admire, if they're not somebody you want to be like, you know, like have a hard. It's a hard decision, but like maybe it's time for you to like move on. Maybe it's time for you to go to a new avenue and it's always going to be so hard because the only reason I'm bringing that up is because that day is the day of like my life changed. That's how you know me now. Like this Isaac. Okay. Right. And I was so scared of my Isaac. partner. <laughs> Isaac. I was so scared of my partner. I was a shit piece of shit at work. You know, like I was like borderline, like suicidal. And like, even though it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do, like taking that first step into deciding, like I will change my life and and actually doing it and having some good people or mentors behind it like i don't know man it's literally life-changing like i don't know how to describe to tell somebody like who maybe like in your situation right where you kind of got your shit together but like you're reverting back to the old ways and that's because like taking those new steps is scary because you're in a new frontier you're in unknown territory and a lot of people with like bad spouses, you know, they kind of have that. A lot of people with like 
bad groups of friends they kind of have that it's like these people keeping you like in a net like crabs in a bucket you know and sometimes you have to lose everything to like just gain yourself i guess that's all i'm trying to say and i was trying to tie it with like probably one of the most memorable days of my life Mm -hmm. you know and it honestly was a shitty day i was in an earthquake and all these things but like literally from that day forward i was like my life is anew it's like the earthquake shook out the pussiness out of me and like the being a douche and everything squeezed you you out bro anyways that's all i gotta say man and uh that's what happened today in the milky way yeah that's what happened i didn't give you guys my musical recommendation though can i hit you guys up with it before we get going this song is called tu conel my friend lugo put me on because he's a great music taste and this is some uh this is frankie ruiz Listen to this man. Okay. Oh, I'm fucking moving my hips right now on the chair. Peace